Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. A ton of stuff going on this weekend. Uh, you got the Greek Festival, you got whatever, Neverland, Wetterland, whatever that thing is going on. I don't know. If you're listening to the Mark Aram Show, you're not going to go to that thing. Uh, but if you don't have plans, head over to the Improv tomorrow night, 8 and 10 p.m., two shows. John Caparulo will be uh, on the main stage. Yes. Kind of like a stripper, on the main stage. I, I, yeah, yeah, and I just had, I, thank you for the donut. So, um, welcome I, south, yeah, brother. I'm, I, yeah, I'm forever your. Yeah, I'm forever your friend. Yeah, where, where I are you from? That. I, I'm from Ohio originally, but I live in LA. So uh, we're all about some Krispy Kreme there. Where, where in Ohio? Um, Eastern Ohio, south of Youngstown. It's called East Liverpool. It's right on the border of PA and West Virginia. Okay, it's uh, you know, good strong Midwestern kind of stock kind it, of folk. Yeah, it's the kind of place that, like, you know, it, it gives you a good upbringing, but you know, you can't wait you, to get your the hell goal out. is to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, you, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to stay. I can <laughs> absolutely relate to that. Um, so, in that section of Ohio, do you grow up thinking sports? Now, do you grow up Browns fan, Bengals fan? Like, where where do your loyalties well, lay? Uh, most of the people around it, we we spent some time in Canton, Ohio, too. Okay, I, I didn't include that, but uh, yeah. We uh, that I know. We did. We uh, we stayed there for until uh, I was from like age two to nine, so I became a Browns fan. Okay, and um, I regretted that once we <laughs> we moved yeah. back over to East <laughs> Liverpool because everybody was a Steeler fan, so I had to go to oh, school right. dressed in orange and brown, get beat with up. my terrible team yeah. or my team that was kind of good but just lost in heartbreaking fashion all are the you, time. Are you old enough for the Bernie Kosar era? Oh yeah, yeah that's right. that was my era. I mean. I started with Brian Sipe. Okay. Um, I I don't I don't I'm not old enough to really remember Red Right '88. Uh, the uh, you know with the interception with yeah. Oakland, but um, yeah the um, the playoff losses to John Elway were kind of tough. That's uh I've got a lot of Atlanta is there's some weird pipeline from Ohio to Atlanta. There's mm-hmm. a ton of people from Ohio down here, and I'm really? a, I'm friends with a bunch of them. They're all Browns fans. Yeah, and bless their hearts. Why? I mean, yeah, that's like <laughs> that's how everybody I mean, feels about Browns fans. They <laughs> lose their team. It yeah. goes to Baltimore, wins the Super Bowl. Of Your course. team won the Super Bowl and had one. They still haven't exactly. won exactly. And then you 64. finally get a team back, and you you stink again. I, I feel the, for you. I root yeah. for you every. Well, week. don't feel for me because I have since 
left that behind. <laughs> I um I decided it's no way to live. I yeah. like the Patriots, uh, so oh, I'm doing okay. Um, but I just I have a man crush on Brady and and Belichick. I just I look at sports now like you know like a good band. You know, like I just I, I like good players or or you know. So yeah. I just I just watch the guys I I you know I like who I think do their job very well and how I, you know, in a way that I appreciate. That's a very you know, interesting... With mushy footballs, I guess. <laughs> Front-running way to look at things. Uh, you, you, can, you know what? <laughs> you can say that, but it's like, I'm not trying to say it's like the Patriots represent me. Like, yeah. I won the Super Bowl. Sure. I didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I didn't get a, a ring. I bought a ring off of Amazon, I'll be honest, <laughs> but that was just as a joke. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't look at it like that. I don't like the whole tribalism sort of... You know, like you but know, that's we're, Americana, we're, my friend. I mean, because I mean, like, it was, I mean, like Tom Brady is, you know, he's from Northern California, mm-hmm. went to school at Michigan, and is now playing in New England. Sure, uh, who really has, is claiming him? You know, it's like he just happens Everyone's to play playing, for that team. He's, everywhere he's taking a leak is claiming him. Well, the, there's a should. pit stop in uh, in Pensacola, Florida. That's like Tom Brady took a leak here. Well, I, but I mean, people have such short memories. Like they get, I mean. You know, it seems like they want they already want him to to fail. And this was before Deflate Gate. Yeah. This was just like they just hated Tom Brady. Well, it's jealousy. I mean, for he's got success. the perfect life. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a Giants fan. Um, I was at that last Super Bowl that they won. Yes. I um I absolutely admire Tom. I mean, and, and as far as Deflate Gate, whatever you do, what mm-hmm. you got to do to win. If if it, it's, if the I NFL think is it's dumb enough to not measure really the that. the football, then. So I, I mean, I respect Brady. Mm-hmm. I root for him to lose all the time. Right. But I've nothing but admiration. I mean, the guy's amazing. That's right. I, I looked at it like when I was a kid, I hated John Elway. I mean, John Elway was killing me. Yeah. And I look back at it now, and it's like, how can you like football and hate John Elway? Yeah. He's everything that football is. It's like he's a. I mean, he he encapsulates all of it. He's great. You know, he's a great player, and he's what makes the NFL great. All right. I, I like your football knowledge. John Caparulo in studio. He's at the Atlanta Improv this weekend. Tickets online at atlantaimprov.com. Let's stay in the football vein. Okay. Compare yourself as a comedian. What NFL quarterback, past or present, do you co- you know? would you compare yourself to? Are you a Brady? Are you a Kozar? Are you a Johnny Manziel? Give me a quarterback comparison to what your your comedy is like. Um, you know, I like to approach it like Brady mm-hmm. because he's a guy who I you can tell that he still has a chip on his shoulder from that draft. Sure. Like it still bothers the him. Pick. Yeah. yeah. Spurgeon win was taken ahead of me, really? <laughs> well, look at this. Here's here's 400 well, yards in your deep, face, that's you know. A deep reference. So, I I mean, he's I I approach it with like that, but I guess you know, I like to do things in a way that's very unorthodox, so I probably come off as a Bernie Kosar. Plus, I'm not quite, I ha- I haven't won a Super Bowl yet, you know, in What's, comedy. All right, good question. What's so, a comedy Super Bowl? What's your ultimate goal? Well, that's the thing. It's like in stand-up, you know, I got in stand-up comedy because I, I was good at that mm-hmm. sort of thing, just telling stories and making people laugh sure. and they related to it. But in order to be sort of ranked in the you know lexicon of great stand-ups, you have to, you have to do something like a. You have to have a TV show, something that's not stand-up comedy. Gotcha. It's just you have to have a show, something like that, movie career that elevates you into the you know household name sure. realm, so that people start to rank you, you know, with, with the best. You so, have to break through off the stage, 
onto another venue, whether exactly. it's a silver screen, yeah, uh, yeah. the big whatever. Yeah. So and, that, that's and the goal. Is that your goal? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to trying to make my own animated show right now. Very so, cool. Yeah. Uh, is that why you're in town? Because of uh, uh, the Cartoon Network's in Atlanta, but oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I just, uh, I you know, I'm a I'm a big Family Guy, Simpsons. Simpsons the first is uh, yeah, Simpsons absolutely. the OG. I love the Simpsons. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and uh, and Family Guy and South Park, King of the Hill. I have all that stuff on my laptop everywhere. I go. And just <laughs> I mean, watch I'm such it. a dork, but um, I I love. I love animation because you can go anywhere with it, and, you know, with comedy, it's like, you'll always kind of, people forgive the characters. They give them a lot more leeway. Like, there's, like, if you watch Family Guy, like, there's this one episode when Peter Griffin's, like, dry humping, like, a 17-year-old girl <laughs> on the, on the, on his living room floor, and he looks at the camera, and he goes, he goes, what are you looking at? It's a cartoon. And it's like, <laughs> that's exactly it. It's like, it's a cartoon. So it's like, you know what? You can be, yeah, however ridiculous you want to be. You can take the You can take the comedy to places that you can I'm gonna do live action. I'm going to do a total 180 on you right now. Okay. Um, talking to John Caparulo on stage at the Atlanta Improv this weekend. Speaking of cartoons, so just yesterday, I watched a documentary on Walt Disney. Okay. The PBS one? Um, American right. Experience, PBS, yeah, yeah, probably. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's, it's on PBS. I haven't watched it yet. So, like, I don't want to spoil alert. Nerd, so, spoiler yeah. alert. He becomes very successful. Mm, um, but at first, ruining that for me. <laughs> but at first, he's he's struggling, and and his big break. He sold everything he had. Yeah. Um. To to financially back this Mickey Mouse cartoon, but what broke through at the time was no cartoons had any kind of synced up audio. Like, if you go to the movie, they'd play a cartoon before yeah. the movie, and there was no audio with it. You'd have, like, an organist, like, whatever. Right. So he spent all his money on this new technology to sync up audio with the cartoon. And the first cartoon was Steamboat Willie. Yeah. And it yeah. premiered November 18th, 1928. Right. I knew and, it was in and when he honked the steamboat, yep. the audio would be like, doot, doot. And the audiences flipped out. They'd yeah. never seen anything like it. Yeah. And that is why... Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney is what it is today because the colossus that they are. Because exactly. that's the thing is like you almost take it for granted, you know, that we just we have cartoons. Yeah. You know, um, I grew up with Saturday morning cartoons and oh, all that yeah. stuff, and it was just on TV. And you know, now you can just you can find it anywhere on YouTube or on whatever. And it's like imagine an audience in 1928 who had never they just they haven't seen that yet, and to see that and to see a little. Little mouse capering around. Exactly. I mean, that's that's got to be nuts. So I, you know, that's probably that's a big explanation they, for why he's got two theme parks. They demanded <laughs> the projectionist replay it multiple times before yeah. they watched the movie they came to see. Wow. Yeah, it's an amazing. That's just awesome. that one little thing. He 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 said, you know what? Screw it. Sells his car, goes to New York, and and gets this new technology that adds audio. That it's, syncs up with it's the amazing, isn't it? With the with the with the greatest things in show business history, it's always like that where somebody really had to stretch themselves out and go to the wall and really believe in something. You know, whether it was you know Stallone writing Rocky and then exactly. uh, insisting on being the star, yeah. or or you know George Lucas, the guys who were behind him with Star Wars, there was a lot of talk around 20th Century Fox. It was like. What's with George Lucas and that space thing? You know, like uh -huh. they said it like it, like they were saying that with contempt. And I mean, <laughs> and meanwhile, he was smart enough to get all the licensing with all the, you know, the toys and the everything. And it's like, 
it's Genius. you have to be visionary, yeah. and it's like nobody's ever done that so let's, before. Let's me and you become visionaries. Let's do that. Okay. Let's think of something. I I, I would. I'm I'm down. <laughs> let's let's we, let's we, be visionaries. We seem yeah, that's a, here, it's a great we idea. Could, we could, I, I could work with you. We could you know start up out of a garage and wind up yeah owning yeah. theme parks. There, it's Apple computers. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, you really do have to. It's it's something that a lot of people are going to challenge you on and go. That's not going to. Wait, nobody that I don't understand. Yeah. That's what that's stupid. Nobody's going to do that. And yeah. everyone yeah. tried to talk Walt Disney out of doing that. Like, don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't sell all your stuff. This right. And then follow boom, the herd. And boom. So tomorrow the audio will be synced with your stand up, right? So the audience will. I, yeah, they, I, yeah it's <laughs> something like that. Something, I'm working on it. I'm working all right. On hang on one more segment. Yeah, of course. Uh, John Cap, you have no choice. The door is locked. Ah, damn it. The Krispy Kremes are here. <laughs> John Caparulo at the Atlanta Improv this weekend. Tickets available 8 and 10 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, AtlantaImprov.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm coming, baby, like the big. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Hi, welcome back to the program. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show in studio. Comedian extraordinaire John Caparulo. I'm, I'm, am I pronouncing that right? Caparulo? Yes. Italian? Yes. Caparulo. Yeah. It, Italian? Well, my name's Italian, but nothing else about me is Italian. <laughs> you know, I'm just a doughy white guy. So, you've, uh, so you're at the Improv this weekend you've been on jimmy kimmel the tonight so chelsea lately i'm starting a new segment when i have famous people in here now it's time for who's in your phone um i want you to pull out if you don't mind pull out your cell phone okay do you have one yeah oh, no i, <laughs> well, you I just a have a landline oh, what are you on? talking about all right so i want you to blow me away show me the most famous person or persons in your cell phone right now do you have anyone of notoriety throughout you know your what travels? i have one that um that but it's going to take me a while to find it though you shouldn't have started you know the the segment with the, <laughs> i mean you should have told me before we were we came back You're right that well, but, this is the first but, time uh, we're doing it so i I'll... have i have the it's a guy that i wouldn't i like didn't even know who he was okay and he's i guess he's on will and grace okay and I've never watched Will and Grace. It's not a cartoon. And he came. We went to um, um, uh, the the Book of Mormon uh, again. It, it, we actually were seeing it for the second time. My wife and I in L.A. And he came up to me and said, "You know, he was a fan of my comedy." Wow. And my wife's like, "I'm like, that's the guy from Will and Grace." I'm like, "Oh, so that's really cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir. I, um, I'm going to go watch Will and Grace now. So." Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm. I have common decency, but that's somewhere here. Um, Do you so, remember? His, you don't remember. So pretend his name? on radio that I'm showing it to you. <laughs> it's on my phone. If, just tell me his name. I'll believe you. I'll I, I, I I don't it, see. That's just it. I, I'm gonna have to see. Now I gotta find him. <laughs> now I gotta find him. And it's and it's you know. And now I'm gonna be obsessive over it. Until Did I he find play him. the gay guy? Or oh, I guess we're all gay guys. I, yeah, I don't. I don't see. I that's I show. think. I'll give you credit for it. You know, uh, you don't even have to find it. Oh, I mean, wait, here's Willie oh. Tyler and Lester. Do you remember? <laughs> I do. I, that sounds familiar. Oh, you've got pictures there. That's yeah, fantastic. because I have a Lester. I, I like how I had a Lester doll, like, from the Sears catalog from when I was a are kid. Those, are these guys still out touring? It, 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 yeah, he still, he still wow. works and tours and everything, and it was like he had, like, a McDonald's ad campaign <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they, but they, they sold his doll in this year's catalog so it was like you bought it i yeah my parents got it for me because they, they wanted to ensure i'd be a dork i guess <laughs> let's get him a ventriloquist dummy that'll keep the girls away Fantastic. so yeah i um yeah i i i had a lester so i wanted to uh 
he signed my Lester. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so, All right. Uh, we got to run. John Caparulo at Atlanta Improv this weekend. Tomorrow night, two shows, 8 and 10. Can we follow you on the web, social media? What do you got cooking there? Uh, yeah, if you can spell John Caparulo, you are good to go. <laughs> yeah, my wife generally monitors it. You know, she usually just quotes me <laughs> on there because I don't... I don't, you don't feel have, like yeah, I, I didn't get into comedy to type. I'm it's there though. C A P A R U L O. That's it. Uh, but don't send any naked pictures because his wife is. is man, oh, she'll love that. Yeah, so, will. so go ahead, <laughs> John. I appreciate it, man. Best of luck. Uh, hope you come back in the future. We'd love to have you on again. I would love to come back. All right, news, weather, and traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane, and depend on this whenever and wherever that's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. This is WSB Radio News Director Chris Camp, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He promised me a lobster roll from The Optimist to get me to say this. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight. It is the Mark Aram Show, 10 to midnight, Monday through Friday at News 95.5, AM 750, WSB. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Little Sanjay and Ryan in studio. We are trying to solve the uh, worldwide, well, I'm not going to say worldwide, uh, the American issue of the single sock problem. (laughs) I don't think there's many third world countries going, oh, these damn mismatched socks. What are we going to do with them? That's what um, you could do. Ship them over there with all the uh, second place, the, whoever loses the, the Super Bowl The Braves this year. World Series championships. Yeah, the, 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 whoever loses the World Series, the Super Bowl, we'll just send them all the other the loser t-shirts. They got enough those. clothing from our sporting teams. Let's, <laughs> let's try to solve this problem in the USA. I cleaned out my sock drawers, yeah, multiple drawers this weekend, found 80, no exaggeration, 89 single unmatched socks, and I want to know what to do with them. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Suggestions so far, and they've been good. Uh, doctor from Grady says they can use them for their patients, the stabbing patients that are all bloodied. They don't care what kind of socks they're wearing when they leave. Wounded Warrior Project or the VA, I like that. Um, you know, if a, a soldier loses a limb, he doesn't need two socks. Nope. I like it, or she, depending she, on. She, yeah. Um, Soy Sauce Pete said stuff them in quilts. Jennifer Griffiths looks like a quilt maker. She does, but I don't think she can do that. Grab her, grab her, Chuck. See if you can get her in here for a second. Um, I had a great uh, suggestion on Twitter. This lady who is blind says, "I'm blind. I don't care if they match." So, do we give socks to the you know like a blind organization? There you go. That's not bad, right? Yeah. You're, what are you chewing on, Silk? You you think you got something to say? I've got something to say. What do you got to say? All right. I, this is my idea. Your idea, okay. Okay, my idea. Since since I'm assuming most of your socks are cotton, and don't say they're not. Correct. Yeah, they're cotton. Um, how about repurposing them as like washcloths for the uh, for your for your bar soap? I mean, it's like perfect, right? Anyway, use, uh, what? 
That's it? Can you pop up news at three, Longoria? That's we're gonna, cool. We're, before we get to the calls, I want to get Jennifer Griffiths up uh, from the WSB CNN 24-hour news center, where, by the way, she is continually monitoring the situation in Syria with ISIS, ISIL, and that new organization that popped up today that I never heard of. Jennifer Griffiths joining us live, news at three. Hey, Jen. Are you a quilt maker? <laughs> what do you think? Yes. No, no. Your mom? No. Smush? Oh, no. Come we're... on, you're like Mary Ingalls. You have to make quilts. Yeah, but we're not creative like that. All right, no. never mind. Go back to monitoring us. Wow, ISIS. okay, thanks. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, thanks. for coming. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phone. All that work for nothing. For nothing. Mary and Conyers. Mary, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Mark, I have a great idea for you. Please, Mary. You can take your socks to any local school because the kids use them for their dry erase boards. I'm a teacher in DeKalb, so that's school what we do. School for dry erase boards? Yeah. Okay, so there are no more chalkboards in schools anymore, huh? That's right. They're all dry erase, and the kids use them for their little dry erase boards, and the teachers use them, too. Now, do you miss the old chalkboards, Mary? No. No? <laughs> yeah, I miss the nails on them. The nails on the board? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, but back when I was a kid, punishment was you either had to go up to the chalkboard and write, I will not be a stinking bastard a hundred times, <laughs> or they'd make you wash the chalkboards. So those punishments are now off the table. What do you do for, for punishments? That's right. You're not allowed to do that anymore. You, what? You can't let make them write something a hundred times or whatever? Oh, no. What? No, that's against the rules. What rules? Who said? What, what can you do to punish them then? <laughs> You'd get in trouble if you tried to do that. What? How do you punish your kids then? <laughs> you can tell me, Mary. It's all right. How do you punish your kids? A silent lunch. That works for them. Silent lunch? <laughs> yeah. Is that where you eat their lunch and they, they can't say <laughs> They can't say nothing can't about say it? <laughs> I would totally do that. Did you ever see the movie Bad Teacher, Mary? Yes, of oh, course. I love that movie. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, Mary. So... Donate socks to your uh, unpunished kids in DeKalb County Schools. That's right. All right. Mayor, thanks okay. Thanks for thanks. the call. Uh-huh, bye. Bye-bye. That's you, weird you can't punish them like that anymore. You, right? We'd have to clean the erasers yeah. and all that kind of and stuff. And write something 150 times or that whatever. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? How can you not do that anymore? Uh, probably some kid complained that everybody's making fun of me, and then now nobody can do it. Take the fun out of going to school. Just grab a switch and... No, oh, I'm just kidding. Just no, kidding. not that. Uh, Mark's in Tequila. Mark, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, sir. Good evening, sir. It's actually Hunter, but that's all right. Hunter? Yes, sir. And he writes Mark. Look. I know. That's, that's all <laughs> right. Listen, I repeat everybody's name when I put it up there, and they always go, oh. So no. I, That's not even close, Chuck. Hunter not and Mark. Not my fault. I repeated it, Mark. For the record. Go, yeah. For the okay. record, Hunter is a that. way cooler name than Mark. So uh, get it right. Sure. All right. <laughs> what do you got, Hunter? Well, sir, uh, a lot of people take their socks to uh, like flea markets or stuff like that and just sell them by like the dozen or something like that. The pound? Or, uh, like a dozen socks. Okay. Even and though if they're mismatched? Also, yeah, even if they're mismatched. How much would, How much can you buy a dozen mismatched socks for at a flea market? I don't know. Probably a dollar or something like that. <laughs> I've never personally bought them. But, okay. But uh, people also use them as uh, covers for like, uh, uh, like shoulder rest or uh, elbow rest, I mean, in cars. They just, do? Uh, yeah, like older vehicles that are like worn out. If I get into a car and there's socks on the uh, armrest, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> did you? What did you have in your Bronco? Uh, no, I had actual armrests. You I, didn't have the yeah, socks I didn't on have them? Any socks, I like socks. the flea market idea better. Yeah. And then yeah. donate that money to uh, to Mary in, in DeKalb County Public Schools. 
There you go, sir. Well, listen, I appreciate it. Hunter, always a pleasure, buddy. Hey, don't your, yes, don't your socks have, like, toes, though? Aren't you one of those guys that wears no, like, toes. socks with toes never, in them? Never, never. You know what I mean? <laughs> Frederick's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Frederick. <laughs> That'd be funny. Hey, how are you? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, I got a solution for Mitch McFlop. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, kids can do it. Teenagers can do it. Adults can do it. A simple safety pin. When you take them off. Uh, oh, to prevent? Put the safety pin to them. They go through the washer, the dryer, and when you get ready to take them out, if you pull one, you got the match. The problem is I'm allergic to metal. Sorry about that, man. Maybe they got plastic pen. Plastic. Ah, that's a good yeah. Everybody clap your hands. What I, what I usually do when I when I take my socks off at night or the morning, depending when I get home to go to sleep, I will ball them up together or I'll tie them together. So they, they I, I put them in the wash together. But they never, I they I never get them back together. Wait, so when you so you get your clothes laundered though, right? Sometimes. So, but so you don't you don't get your socks laundered. Does yeah, yeah, happen? I do. What when do, I do, do that? Do they ever return like yeah. one sock? Yeah, really? Absolutely. It just happens. It's something that happens. That's it just cool. happens to me more often than Joe and Powder Springs. Joe, you're on the Mark Aram show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. I have the answer. Go. Okay. I'm ready, Joe. Okay, yeah, I have the answer. Okay, not only can you give them to the homeless, but you can stuff a quilt with them. You can make a quilt out of the socks and give them to the homeless as blankets. A quilt made of socks stuffed with socks? Yes. Do you know how to sew? No, I don't, but you can call <laughs> Jen in there. I'm sure she does. Jen, I thought so. Does, does, does yeah. Jen not look like the the frontier type that would, would be able to sew and make quilts? Yeah, the Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail, exactly. Chuck, you're from Montana. You can t- you can tell a frontier lady. <laughs> Doesn't Jen look like she's she's quilting all the time? Yeah, a couple of her shirts look like tablecloths. <laughs> she, oh. <laughs> a couple? A couple? I was trying to be nice. Oh, wow. She uh for for those of you who don't know, oh. picture a younger, hotter Ruth Buzzy. No, God. With, You're so... I can't... She's going to kill you. With with more of a Mary Ingalls kind of dress. Not as hip as Ruth Buzzy's dress. Right. But more of a Mary Ingalls, Little House on the Prairie kind of down-to-earth kind of look. Quilt maker. But a younger, hotter Ruth Buzzy, I think... Um, now, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. We'll go to Meg in Pennsylvania without further ado. Meg, do you know who Ruth Buzzy is, right? Yes, I do. And you are a horrible, horrible person. What? I said she was younger, hotter Ruth Buzzy. Oh, well, oh, geez. I'm sure she's really flattered. You, you, Meg, I'm sure. I've never met you before, but you seem like a younger, hotter B. Arthur. Am I right? Well, what I do with my... <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Okay. My, what, what do you do with your socks? Longoria smack them in the head. Longoria smack Okay, them. well, if I was in the other but, room. Uh, what I do is, after I um, put uh, polish on the on the hardwood floors, I, you know, I put I all these stupid, uneven socks. So I put them on my feet, and I walk through the house, and if I get bored, I throw on some Rolling Stones, and, you know. Then you I, do the, the risky business dance Tom, Tom Cruise did. Well, sort of, but it's better. I'm picturing a B. Arthur in socks sliding on uh, hardwoods right now. You're in the head again. <laughs> a younger, hotter B. Arthur, though, Meg. Oh, gee, I'm really flattered. How's the weather up in Pennsylvania, Meg? Uh, it, 
it's wonderful. It's beautiful out there. Yeah, 62 degrees in uh, in Atlanta right now on Peachtree Street. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's a clear sky. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's gorgeous. You have, you have a really good show. Oh, Thanks, man. Hey, fun. listen, real quick. Speaking of Pennsylvania, what? so I did my AJC column uh, for next Monday about cars hitting deer. Did you know Pennsylvania has the most uh, percentage of, of cars hitting deer than any state in the country? I believe it. Yeah. I, I just saw one last night. I went down to mail a birthday card, and <laughs> there was one. You know, I, I thought it was a creepy guy or something. but Not a creepy guy, just a deer. And the deer's like, holy cow, that's B. Arthur mailing a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Meg. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Daryl's in Canton. Daryl, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Man, they're going to hunt you down. <laughs> What's up, buddy? All right, buddy. I got, I got a Clark Howard solution for you. You ready? I'm ready. All right, so the day after Halloween, you go and buy up a bunch of candy, and you stuff those socks with the candy, and you take them down there to Hosea Feed the Homeless when they're doing the big thing down there that the uh, WSB radio supports. The uh, socks there? The Hosea Feed yeah. the Homeless? Yeah, you got, this, you got the Christmas. I don't know. If I'm a homeless guy, and knock on wood, I hope I never am, I don't know if I'm taking a, a, a sock full of Reese's Pieces. I don't think I'll be like, no, I'm good. I don't think I would Come take it. You put in a razor, you put in some soap, and you put in some food. And it's just in a sock. Yeah. That's All right. Your, hey, man, that's your Christmas stocking. I don't get one somewhere else. Well, okay. I guess for a nicer, an Argyle sock, that might work. There you go. Just a plain, cruddy black sock, though. I don't know if... I'm, you can I'm, get B. Arthur to put sprinkles on it. <laughs> <laughs> we can bedazzle them. We can have Griffiths bedazzle the socks. That might be an idea right there. Let's bedazzle these socks and make them gift bags. All right, Adam, Kathy, Ricky, Brandon, hang tight. Your suggestions next. We are trying to solve the national single sock problem one foot at a time, starting with yours. This is... The Mark Aram Show, 404-872-0750, on Twitter, at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, back after this. Mark Aram, on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Mark Aram with you till uh, 12. Next hour, Sanjay will do Who Would You Rather Be, What Would You Rather Do kind of thing. Are you okay with that? Oh, yeah, I'm down. We're having fun trying to solve oh, the single sock problem here in the United States of America. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Adam joins us on the program. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing pretty good, sir. How about yourself? Excellent. What do you got for the single sock solution? I say we take autumn socks so we can shred them up and make pillows for the homeless and for all the other organizations that help the people. Shred them up in like a wood chipper? Yeah, hey, if that works, yes, sir. Or uh, what? What are those things, Silky? You got at your house? Uh, document shredder. Can you can you put socks in document shredder? Yeah, we could try. All right, yeah, shred them up, make pillows. Again, we're gonna need someone to sew. Because Buzzy Jr. does not know how to sew. Does your wife know how to sew, Longoria? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Chuck, does your uh, domestic partner know how to sew? No. No. All right. So we have. That's a dying <laughs> skill, right? My mother-in-law. Does your does. mom know how to sew? Yeah, my mom sews. She does your have... wife sew? Negative. Me too. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a dying mm -hmm. skill set. Totally. We just weren't looking. We'll start a sewing right school. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, like twenty-two-year-old flat bellies. Hey, you better learn how to sew. You're never gonna get a, a husband. Twenty-two-year-old flat bellies. What is that? Like hot chicks. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've Kathy, never heard that either. Kathy in Athens. <laughs> Kathy here on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kathy. Hey. Speaking of twenty-two-year-old flat bellies, how are you? <laughs> um. Yeah. While I was sitting here, I was coming up with five million ideas for socks. Okay. Uh, rabbit ears. 
uh, hand puppets. Okay. Um, also, the homeless, I had thought, put a bottle of water in a sock and some dried jerky that's sealed, and when you go at a you know, stop sign where they're always standing, hand it to them with an extra sock in the bag. Are they going to take that, though? Yeah, they'll take it. Oh, yeah, they'll take it. I've handed water. Uh, I mean, I don't have cash, but I feel bad. I have my, uh, sealed crackers. And yeah, I no, I get that. But if I'm a homeless guy and Kathy pulls up and says, here, here's a sock full of who the hell knows what, I don't know if I'm taking it. He would take it. They I would don't take know. it. I've had, I've had homeless guy turn down uh, full meals. Really? Yeah. They're like, yeah. no, I need money. I'm like, well, here's a brisket sandwich. No, 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 I want money. Yeah, because they just want to go buy. <laughs> yeah, they want to go buy drugs. drugs or something. Thank you, Kathy. Well, I'm talking. About, we're going to collect ten, fifteen thousand socks here. So sock puppets isn't a legitimate answer. We need something. Puppetry broader. of arts down the street might use them. No, no, not the what fifteen thousand socks. Hey, they put on a lot of shows. Ricky's in Griffin. Ricky, real quick, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, Mark, first of all, I don't think there's ever such thing as a sexy Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> <laughs> a hotter. I didn't say a hot. Okay, a hotter. Whatever. Or the author. But uh, 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 you talking about Grady Hospital, unfortunately, I had to go in the ambulance last Wednesday. And my sister's still up there, and they're wonderful at Grady, by the way. They're, she had to have a spinal surgery in there. Oh, taking really good care of her. But the reason I want to tell you about Grady is I went to see her Saturday. And I was waiting to pull in the parking deck. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy walking across the street. And he was going really slow. And I was kind of getting aggravated because I was sitting in traffic. Ricky, hold that thought. That's a great start to the story. We'll finish it after news. How's that sound? That's cool. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with the guy at Grady with Ricky when we come back. And more of your calls. 404-872-0750. Solving the single sock problem one foot at a time, starting with yours. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.